All right, welcome to Tank Talk. Very excited to be here today with my lovely co-host and wife, Lisa. We have an amazing topic to talk about tonight. This topic came from a channel member, subscriber, customer, Discord member. This guy is the works, all of it. Uh, Jerry Goble, I hope I'm saying your name right. Jerry, uh, he asked uh, for advice or tips on buying fish online. How to tell a reputable seller what to expect, pros and cons of different shipping methods. Are there specific fish to avoid having shipped? The whole nine yards. Basically, Jerry wants to know everything there is to know about buying fish online. Well, I mean, it's a great topic because there are a lot of places that you can buy fish from or... Uh, shrimp or snails. There's so many different uh, things in the aquarium hobby that you can buy online. And it's nice to know the facts or at least someone's opinion on having experienced it and having done it themselves. Indeed. Uh, we have a rather extensive experience in both sides of this equation the selling fish online side and shipping fish as well as the customer side we've we've done it uh, we've done it all so yeah. i think we have a good uh, a good grasp on that we currently sell fish online right now so i think we 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 are the ones to talk to about this but let me tell you something before we get into the topic you are going to want to wait for lisa's world today it's a big deal Oh, it's yeah. a big deal what is going on for Lisa's World. So after we talk about the topic, we will do we'll we'll do Lisa's World first and then we'll do John's World and I'm going to make everybody really mad when I talk about oh, John's no. World today. I'm try not to. I, it shouldn't, but you know. Well, at least that's last. Yeah. The, the world <laughs> we live in today uh, is, you know, one of those worlds. You just got to expect that you're going to make people mad. So buying fish online what I've done here is I put together a, a nice little outline, which you didn't even look at. Uh, so this is all, you're yeah. coming in blind here. To I this. am coming in blind. I'm just going to talk about it just off the top of my head. <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to have a problem with it. Uh, my outline is basically just to guide things along and, uh, you know, keep us on track because you know right. the way I am. So yes. the very first thing I want to say about buying online uh well, no, I'm, I'm going to say this first. There are still people out there that are amazed at the concept of even being able to buy fish online. They're like, you can ship fish. I go to the post office every single day, and our fish that we ship, we ship live betas, we ship snails. Uh, we have bright green live fish stickers on these boxes. And... So I'll be at the post office waiting in line and there'll be people that'll be, that'll see it. And they're like, is there really fish in there? These are not aquarium hobbyists. These are just people at the post office. But point is people still, it's still kind of a new thing, even though, I mean, you can order anything online. It's still a new thing for a lot of people. Um, and the thing I've always said, cause we've been shipping fish since 2011 and I've always said, do you think the fish that you're buying at your fish store were born there? <laughs> they had to get there somehow. 
So these fish have been shipped already. And when people ask, are the fish okay? Are they going to survive the trip? I can promise you the trip that they're going to have being shipped by us or any, any retailer out there now is going to be far less stressful than the trip they had coming over here to begin with, whether they were shipped from Indonesia or Thailand or wherever they're shipping fish from. Uh, it was unless, a long trip. Let me interrupt you there. Unless they're hobbyist bred fish. Sure, yeah. So that, that makes a little bit of a difference. Most of the fish that you're going to find at your local fish store, though, are not hobbyist bred. They're going right. to be bought from a farm or from a, you know, some, some type of fish wholesaler overseas or wholesalers that are in the United States. And what happens there is the wholesaler in the United States buys thousands and thousands of fish from somebody overseas. It gets shipped to them. They now have it. And then your fish store orders it from them. So these fish that you're buying and you're thinking it's a lot less stressful on them to buy them directly from the fish store, they've already been shipped multiple times. And it is true. The best way to buy a new fish is to go to the fish store, see it with your own eyes, look at its temperament, look at the way it's behaving, and then make your decision of whether you're going to buy that fish or not. That's the best way. But a lot of times there isn't what you want available at the fish store, and that's where online retailers come in. So uh, it's not a crazy concept to be shipping fish, but there are still people who think it is. So the very first piece of advice that I want to give to anyone that is looking to buy online is don't be in a hurry. It's no different than going to the fish store and buying a fish. I always preach, do not be impulsive, even though you and I, within the last six months, have made impulse buys of fish. It's hard to practice what we preach there. It's one of the most difficult things in this hobby to go to a fish store and not leave with a fish. We get it. But you, you should not buy fish on impulse at your local fish store. And you also should not buy on impulse if you're buying online. Take your time. Don't be in a hurry with it. There's a lot of information that can be gathered before you make a decision to buy a fish from any retailer out there. And my advice to you would be get that information first. Make an educated decision. Do not be in a hurry over all of this. Enjoy the process. Take your time. And I promise you, it's going to be from start to finish a much more enjoyable experience than if you. And it doesn't. It hurt either sorry to interrupt no, you you're not, you're it, fine. it doesn't hurt to do your research on who you're buying your fish from look at reviews but i want you to be thorough when you do that don't look at a review and it say oh there are 4.5 and so and so is 4.9 okay so just what does that mean like people could they could have sold thousands and thousands of fish and they have thousands of reviews and they're at 4.5 because a few people weren't happy because the postal service delayed their shipping or you know this guy that's 4.9 is 4.9 because he only has 25 reviews and he had one negative so the thing is I guess my point is when you're 
looking at reviews, which you should, be thorough, look at why they were dinged, because it may not even be their fault. It might be something that was completely out of their control. Could be, oh, they didn't ship on Tuesday, they shipped on Wednesday. I mean, you have to do your job too before you order the fish. I, we have reviews right now that are four-star reviews. And the reason why it's not a five-star review is because the Postal Service took an extra day to deliver it. Mm. They're on there. You can find them on our website. I mean, and that's a great example of what you're talking about. That's not my fault. That should be a one-star one star removed from a review of the Postal Service, not us. We did everything right. right. They were delayed by a day, and we took the hit for that. Another big thing that I've seen, and, and I've seen this on ours, we sell betas and, and snails right now and, and live plants and everything else. But back in the day, we used to sell African cichlids. And right. So we'd be sending a lot of fish to people at one time. It was very rare that they would order only one fish. Whereas right. now they're ordering a beta, they order one. Um, and what I've, I haven't seen this as much with the betas, but back in the day, there would be something that would be common where they would write a review and they would say, I put the fish in my tank, everything was fantastic, everything was great, and then three weeks later the fish died. Therefore, I'm giving them a two-star review. Now, I don't know about you, the <laughs> viewer or the listener of this podcast, but if I read that review, if I'm the consumer and I read that review my response to that is going to be, well, that's your problem, not the retailer's problem. Right. If they lasted three weeks in your tank, some, they were delivered to you perfectly fine. Something you did was wrong. Not every time. Sure, you're going to have scenarios where a bad fish gets sent. It, it happens. But this is why so many retailers that are selling online and, and in big box stores or, or brick and mortar stores, once the fish enters your water, they don't guarantee it anymore. That's why. Because people, I realize most of the people that are listening or watching to this know what you're doing. We are crazy fish nerds. We're experienced. We know what we're doing. But there's a lot of beginners out there that don't know what they're doing. We try right. to help those people out. But if you don't know what you're doing and you order 26 fish because you want to justify the cost of shipping and you put 26 fish in a tank all at one time and things go south that's not the fault of the fish so what you're saying i agree with 150 percent consider the reviews themselves don't just look at the stars look at read the actual reviews and you'll see that a lot of it is not on the retailer i'm not just talking about us i'm talking about anybody out there that's selling fish Read what the people wrote in the reviews, and you'll see a lot of times the problems that they have are not the fault of the retailer. Sometimes they are, of course, but a lot of times there, there's, there's unfair practices when it comes to reviews. You know, my, delay, my shipment was delayed, and therefore I'm giving this a two-star. Really? <laughs> and then there's the reviews that you, well, maybe... 
not necessarily reviews, I should say, comments you get. If you're asking about um, a certain retailer on a Facebook page, I just came across it. I am not going to name names of anybody. I'm just not going to do that. But it kind of, uh, it kind of made me a little angry. And I was getting ready to say a curse word, but I, I held that back. Um, <laughs> You don't have to on here. You can say what you <laughs> no, feel on no. here. No, it, it was it, it bothered me though. Somebody went on a Facebook group, a fish group, asking about a certain retailer and about, you know, has has anybody ordered from this place before? Well, I know this place. I've ordered from this place. We're friends with this place. And somebody said, responded and said, Well, I have heard that's oh how it started. I have heard that uh, they're not great. And, you know, I, I would read the whole uh, comment, but I don't want to do that either. But the point is, they heard, which got my attention. They had not actually ordered, they said in their comment. So they do not have experience firsthand with that online retailer because they had heard about it. And so that kind of bothered me because they're throwing this, this company under the bus that they had never actually had experience with. So be leery with that too. I saw more comments of people that said, I've ordered from there and I had a great experience. Including us. I mean, we, I we, commented that yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> so be leery of bad and negative comments from people who haven't even, you know, experienced firsthand uh, ordering from certain people right. or certain companies. What I do, whether it doesn't matter what I'm buying, if I'm going to a restaurant or if I'm ordering something on the, the devil's website or wherever it is. <laughs> that I'm ordering, I look at the star rating first, naturally, and then I look at how many reviews there are. And then after that, I look at, uh, I, I start reading some of the comments. And what I actually do is I go to the worst ones first. Because mm -hmm. you know, on, on the devil's website, that's how I refer to Amazon, uh, you can click on one star reviews and all the one star reviews will pop, come up. I read those first. Mm -hmm. I read the bad ones first. And there's a lot of shenanigans that happens, particularly on that website. It happens on ours, too, and I'm sure it happens on, on other fish retailers. Uh, we get things, I've never had this with fish, but we get things where somebody will buy a product on another website, and then they'll come on our website and review it. Oh. And it goes both ways. They'll review it badly, or they'll put a good review. I don't want them to do either one of those things. Oh, yeah. If you didn't buy it from us, I don't want you to review it, whether it's a good review or a bad one. So you really do need to, uh, one, consider the source, because it could be somebody that heard from a guy who talked to a guy who used to be friends with a guy that bought a fish from that guy one time, and therefore I'm taking that knowledge and I'm going to write a review or, or post on Facebook. I heard from a guy. Yeah. Don't take that stuff into account. Consider the source and, and take your time with that. I also look at the amount of reviews there are. You might have a company that has, that it's relatively new and maybe they just brought a particular fish in 
and they have this one fish and there's only nine reviews on it. If they're all five stars, well, that's a good sign. But, you know, I, I take that into account. I look at how many reviews are there of the ones that there are, how many of them are bad. You know how to do reviews. Everybody knows how to do it. Uh, and, and, but the biggest thing I would say is consider the source and read the reviews. We get a lot of reviews with no text at all. Mm -hmm. It's just this many stars and they move on. People are busy. They don't want to type up a long thing. Usually the ones who type up bad uh, reviews are the ones that are bad. Yes, that is true. When I worked at the hospital, it seemed like you heard about the people who had something to complain about more than the people that were happy with their experience. But when you did hear about it, wow, they were very generous with their mm -hmm. comment. <laughs> and, you know, another thing I think people should keep in mind also would be new management. You know, some places I know a couple firsthand uh, you can maybe you had a good or bad experience in the past but there's new management give them a chance you know very true and the other thing we are blessed with a lot of you are probably doing this as we speak is we're blessed with this website called YouTube and what a lot of people do every fish keeping youtuber on earth is desperate for content we all need oh, things to talk true. about so when, when fish tubers get new fish, they're going to do Unboxing. unboxings, they're going to do reviews, they're going to do all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, you know, definitely watch all of those. Whatever company, let's say Imperial Tropicals, give them a shout out. We've ordered from them before, had mm -hmm. a great experience, we paid full price. They've never given us nope. anything. We've never asked them for anything. Um, Let's say you're you're considering buying from Imperial Tropicals. Just type in Imperial Tropicals on YouTube. You're going to get their web their page or their channel, but also you're going to get people who bought fish from them that are going to review them. And then you have to take into consideration who it is that's doing that review. Anybody who is being paid to do that review, what do you think they're going to say? Anybody who has anything to gain by doing a review, what do they think they're going to say? No one is immune to this. If you're given a, a product, you're, you're going to want to speak highly of that product. And that's just nature. The people who are adamant, I speak the truth and I tell you how it is, those people are usually liars. <laughs> Not all of them. Not, Not all, all of them. them. Because I know one person... And you know him too. He will be honest with his reviews. And that is Michael's Fish Room. Sure. But at the same time, and I mean, I, I, I love Michael. I'm not going to say anything about that guy's reviews. It, it is true. But most people not name Michael's Fish Room. If they were sent the fish for free, and I'm putting us in this too. I'm not saying we're immune to this. If you send people something for free, you're not likely to say bad things about it. What we do, we, this is breaking news here, folks. We've been sent fish before and never showed them on the channel because it didn't go well. I would rather not waste the time on doing something, a bad review. I'd rather just say, forget it. That didn't work out. We're just going to move on and, and yeah. not even make a video about it. And I think most people are, are the same way. But where the best reviews are, 
is from not from channels like ours. Right. The best reviews are the channels that they're not YouTubers. They're just in the community. They bought fish from a retailer and they just want to share their experience with that retailer with you. Those are the best ones to watch. How do you find those? I don't know. But well, they're there. You know, I am going to speak highly of somebody that we've bought shrimp from. We have not done a video about it. Even though we recorded something, we have not uh, shown the unboxing video yet. But uh, I ordered some shrimp from the Garden of Eater, and they were amazing, and they're still doing amazing. I have them in my five-gallon shrimp bowl. Not all of them, some of them, the Blue Dreams. And then I got the um, orange... I can't recall exactly what kind they are. I'm having one of those brain toots. But anyways, they're doing very well too. And so, yeah, I, I had a great experience with ordering shrimp from the Garden of Eater. I mean, I could give you a long list. That was a great experience. I experienced that with you, even though they were not shrimp for me but i filmed yeah. you putting them all in and, and we like bought that. them it was it not was... like they sent them to us for free or anything like that but like john was saying you know we have gotten things uh we've gotten fish and shrimp and all kinds of stuff and just because we don't do a video about it it doesn't mean that these people you know these retailers aren't good then there are some that you know we haven't done videos on because we don't want to say bad things so right. And the only reason we're talking about all of this is because, you know, we're, we're giving you our opinions on how, how we create content and stuff like that. I think a lot of people feel the same way that we do. Right. If, they're, if they have a horrible experience, they're, they're not one of these people that has this hero complex where they're like, I have to tell everybody about my bad experience. I mean, I think most of us are not that way. But when you have that channel that has 300 subscribers... And they really, they're not trying to be content creators. They put out a review of a, of a retailer, whether it's good or bad. Those are the best ones. And I would yeah. refer you to any of those. I don't know who they are. It's usually a channel I've never heard of. But those are great because you know it's 100% genuine. So again, even if it is with videos, consider the source. I am absolutely a straight shooter, but it, usually if I have a bad experience, I'm not going to, I'm just not going to do the video Yeah, I mean, so. there's no sense in bringing others down, you know, it's like, why, I don't like to do that either. We had a, we had a company send us a bunch of stuff a long time ago. I didn't want them to send this stuff. <laughs> it was. Is it what I'm thinking that we threw in the trash? We did. It was a big box of a lot of one particular thing. Yeah. yeah. And I could say exactly what it is, but that would look bad for another company who sells that. There's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason to say what it is, but it, I didn't want the stuff. They sent it anyway. They were demanding and uh, never showed on our channel because it was terrible. It was just not something that I thought was worthy to show on the channel. I would rather not show it then do a bad review. Yeah. I just don't have time to do a bad review. I got plenty of time, but not time to do a bad review. But I know somebody who made a lot of money off that product. <laughs> yeah. 
and that person also wouldn't have a problem talking about something we have that's bad. But anyway, listen, we're getting <laughs> off the rails here. Uh, Is this going to be edited out? <laughs> uh, maybe. You never know. But th those are two of the best sources to find information, to do some recon on the retailers that you're considering buying from reviews and uh, YouTube. YouTube is, is a, the great place. We all do it. We, whenever, whatever it is that we want, we go to YouTube first. That's what I do. And, you know, it's one of the best resources for whatever information that you want. So next thing to look at, um, this is another one that I, I, oh boy, I could go so deep on responsiveness to messages. Oh boy. If you have a particular retailer that you're looking at and you've read reviews and it's good, uh, you know, you're happy with the reviews, you've watched a couple of videos and you've seen the way they package their fish and their fish are healthy and happy. Okay, I like this. I'm going to make a decision or, or I think I've made my decision, but let me message this company and ask them a couple of questions about whatever and see their responsiveness. If they don't respond, there could be a lot of reasons for that. It could be that they're a small mom and pop operation like we are. It's just mom and pop that are doing it and they're just not able to get to every single message. Or it could be that your question's not valuable enough to them. But hear me out on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as a consumer as well as a retailer, a business owner. There are only so many hours in the day and you can't, as a retailer, you can't answer every single question. Uh, there are so many people that will ask us questions that we're unfortunately, we, we aren't able to get to it. That's usually nothing to do with our business, meaning we sell betas, we sell snails and plants, and somebody messages us about a rainbow shark. No, and you know. another example is somebody, because I get a lot of beta, beta emails, a lot of them, and it might have something to do with not buying one of my betas and having a question about one of the betas I'm selling, but their beta is sick. So they're asking me for advice. They didn't buy the beta from me. They bought it from Petco, whatever. I will do my best to help those people. I mean, I will, I will answer if I can. And when I have the time, it, I can't always do it immediately. And I, I mean, I want to, but I'm still, you know, taking care of the betas I have too. And, you know, there's just like John said, so many hours in the day and I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything like that, but it's probably something I've already done a video on anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are people that will message and or email and I will do my best to answer. But if you're somebody who's emailed and I have not got back to you, don't take it personal. And please understand that that while we are talking about this, the reason why we're doing it is we're not trying to promote ourselves here. We're giving you the other perspective. We're giving you the perspective of a retailer, not trying to hype ourselves up as being one way or the other. I mean, we, we have the unique 
ability to represent both sides, the consumer side and the business side. So it's not that we're trying to make a bunch of excuses for what we do or trying to act like we're the best retailer on earth. We're not, but you know, there, we do things a certain way and we're able to share that with you. And we also, we don't hide things from anybody. So we will tell you that sometimes there are messages that do not get uh, answers. Um, but if you ask a question, if, if you were to email us or pretty much any retailer, I would imagine, and you would say, I want to order this one particular fish. If I order it, when is it going to ship? There's not a retailer on earth that won't answer that question. If they don't answer that question, you got to be a little sus about that particular <laughs> retailer. But if you email it, you know, if you're considering who to buy from and you email Billy Bob's cichlids and they answer you right away, great. You know, you, you know what it is. But if you bought cichlids from Harry Homeowner cichlids <laughs> and then you message Billy Bob's cichlids wanting to know what's wrong with them. That's just wrong. You shouldn't really expect there to be an answer. <laughs> If you buy a Big Mac and it doesn't have pickles on it, you don't go to Burger King and tell them there's no pickles on my Big Mac. I mean, you know, that's really, really dumb. That happens to us all the time for dry goods, equipment, fish food, things yeah. like that. I bought, and people, oh my gosh, people what? make a huge mistake when they, they'll email and say, I bought this on Amazon, oh. but I'm having a problem with it. Can you help me? Like, you just said a bad word if you say that to me. I just bought it on Amazon. You bought it from Amazon and then you're contacting me when you have a problem with it? Because you did a video or something on it. It's like, I bought this because I watched the video that you did Therefore, on this you product. you owe me. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, do you reach out to somebody who advertises on TV because you bought whatever product you saw on TV, right. you know, instead of reaching out to the the person who made the product. <laughs> yeah. And th that should be your first thing. If you ever have any problems with anything, you go to the retailer that you bought it from. I mean, that is pretty much common sense, but some people don't, don't know that. And that's fine. But we're not talking about dry goods here. We're talking about fish. Uh, if you message Billy Bob's cichlids and he answers you right away or within a couple hours, that is huge. That's really good. That's yeah. a good sign. Uh, especially if you know it is a mom and pop. I'll give you a great example. I don't know this guy. I've never met him. Never had one communication with this guy ever in my lifetime. Cunningham Cichlids. I've heard a lot of great things about him. I know for a fact Cunningham Cichlids is a mom and pop operation. Uh, Cichlid Shack is a mom and pop operation. I don't know if they have any employees yet. Maybe they do. I, I hope he does. Jane's got his handful out there. But you know, if you message Cunningham Cichlids, you're going to get a, a reply from, I believe it's Josh, right? Josh Cunningham, I think, or maybe, I do I'm sorry. not, I, I can't even give you my opinion about that because I don't know this, this Cunningham, one. Josh Cunningham might be a, a football player. But anyway, <laughs> you're going to get an answer from Mr. Cunningham. And that's awesome if you're able to do that, if you, you know, if you get a replies. But if you message these people and you're like, hey, I'm not saying Cunningham, I'm saying anybody, Billy Bob Cichlids, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about ordering four or five of your fish, and uh, I, I just wanted to know, are they fasted before they ship, or 
Are there options for shipping, whatever? And you don't get a response? Big time red flag. Um, that's, that's one of those things. There's so many reasons why people may not answer. But if you're an important customer to them, they will answer your messages. And, and you have to know, you know, you have to find that out. Because you need to know if you order a fish and there's an issue, you need to know that they're going to be able to get right back to you. You know, I think the finest example of this is Discus Hans. Oh, my goodness. He is the best when it comes to customer service. Definitely the best. I, I consider us to be very good at what we do. We are not as good as he is. No. I mean, <laughs> that man works his tail off. And then not only does he take care of his fish, build all the racks, do every. I mean, he does everything in there. He packages the fish. He communicates with the customer the day he knows he watches the tracking on these discus as soon as they're delivered he is you know calling how was the you know how did they show up are they okay and you know he's just amazing and he does that if he had 60 orders that got shipped out yeah he calls them all yeah uh, we don't do that <laughs> i mean i wish we could but I, it doesn't matter if you order three discus from him or twenty-five. He is gonna, he is gonna communicate with you, and make sure they got there okay. Yeah, he is the crown jewel of customer service, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and that's that's something important to know because you need to know you're gonna have that backup. You need to know they're gonna respond if the shipment's late. You know, what's going on with the postal service or whatever, or with FedEx. You know, you need to know that they're going to have your back on that. Once they hand it over to the Postal Service or FedEx, there ain't nothing they can do. But Well, you know still. what? I, I think something else that's super important is if you're going to spend that much on fish, don't skimp on shipping. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I think that when people look at shipping costs, they get a little overwhelmed because they're like, whew, I, I think I want to... Do the cheapest one because it's more affordable. But you know what? That overnight shipping is the way to go. Like I said, if you're going to spend all that money on fish, you want to be a responsible fish keeper. Do the overnight shipping. And that's with any of them. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my next thing on my list was how they ship. The next oh. thing to look at uh, whatever retailer you're considering. Um, and this is... This is I agree with you 100%, but there's more to this than just that. I do believe wholeheartedly if you're going to buy fish online, you should get overnight shipping on everything, period. Yeah. I'm not saying be given overnight shipping. I'm saying you should select overnight shipping. There are retailers, Hans being one of them. Mm. Hans ain't going to ship your fish priority mail. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's not happening. It's not an option. Don't even ask him because he's going to be like, no. With that accent, <laughs> not going to do it. Nope. Uh, and there's a reason for that. He's shipping fish that are $200 a piece. Some of them more than that. And some He's got less. some that are $50 a piece too. But I'm saying, if I'm going to ship somebody $800 worth of fish, I'm not putting them in the hands of the Postal Service. Not doing it. And the money value doesn't have anything. You know, it's not all about the money. It's more, these are big adult fish. If, he's, if you're spending that much money, they... They need to have 
overnight shipping. However, there's a lot of fish. Betas, shrimp, guppies, snails, a, a lot of smaller community fish, nano fish, that are perfectly fine being shipped priority mail. Right. Which is usually two days. If everything goes the way it's supposed to go, yeah. a priority mail shipment is two days. Sometimes it's three. And it's really weird to me because I... I I set up most of our shipments and there'll be one that goes to Florida and it'll take three days. We live in North Carolina and then I'll have one that goes to Spokane, Washington or Spokane, whatever it is. And that's two days. And yeah. I'm like, it takes three days to get three states away, but only two days all the way across the country, the furthest using? part possible. The Pony Express? I know. <laughs> it makes no sense. But anyway, overnight shipping, you know... Depending on what the fish are, some retailers will not offer it, um, and then some will. It just usually it's with smaller fish. Most cichlid retailers that are shipping you fish this size, I'm pointing the right way, you know, four or five inch fish, they're not going to ship those priority mail. The fish is large; it fouls up the water too fast. Right. They're not going to do it. Uh, but a small community fish, you know, little ember tetras and stuff like that. A lot of times they will. But that's something to consider because priority mail might cost you $13 where overnight shipping is $38. And that could be the difference between whether you buy the fish or not. So, you know, look at the different methods that they have for shipping. But just my advice to you, always go overnight. It, it is so rare that we have a DOA, meaning that a fish does not survive the shipment to the customer when it's an overnight shipment. Even in the coldest times of the winter or the hottest times of summer, if it is an overnight shipment, it it's very rare. It's like a shock when that's, what? That didn't make oh, it? Yeah. It's, yeah. But priority, sometimes it does. Having said that, we've had fish 11 days stuck at the post office in the middle of winter fish survived i wasn't expecting it to that was wow. back when we had our shop too that was way back really yeah it oh, was uh it was african cichlids it was african cichlids and a 10 inch royal pleco and it was 11 days and, wow. it, and everything survived i i was fully expecting that guy to message me and be like well that was a fail but nope they all made it wow. i was shocked that's but, that's really nice to hear, though, as far as for the, the fish, <laughs> you know. Sucks that he had to wait that long for the fish to get there, but at least the, the fish survived. Yeah, and I, I would love to say it was my exceptional packing of those fish that got them to survive. But if I'm being honest with you, I don't know how those fish survived. Not 11 days yeah. in, in shipping. Uh, but then there, there is an option for shipping that a lot of people don't, really talk about and i think it is an amazing form of shipping but it's also extremely stressful and much more difficult than any of the other options and that is airport to airport oh true now a lot of a lot of retailers don't even offer this anymore it used to be very prevalent when we first started a lot of places this is the only way they would do it uh what this means is let's say kg tropicals the re the African cichlid retailer back in 2012, you order 25 peacocks and haps from us. We had orders that size all the time. And 
let me just say, we did not offer this, but I'm just using this as an example of, of one of the ways to do it. Rather than boxing up those 25 fish, handing them off to the UPS man to then travel through the UPS system and then be delivered the next day, what these companies would do is pack the fish up in the morning, take the fish to the airport, put it on a plane as cargo ship, uh, a cargo shipment, and it flies to the airport, the, the destination where the customer is, and the customer goes to the airport, picks them up, brings them home. They're in the bags less than 12 hours when you do it that way. It is comparable in price to overnight shipping when you consider the fact that you have to go to the airport, which most airports are not easy to get in and out of. Oh, you yeah. have to find the cargo area of that. It, it's an ex a whole deal to have to do this, but in my opinion, it is the, the way to ship fish that is the least stressful for the fish. Would you ship betas this way? No. No, you wouldn't do that. Unless you're buying them from a farm. <laughs> yeah, if you're buying 300 betas, sure, you, you would do it that way. But if you're, if you're buying a beta to bring home and put in your five-gallon, you know, unless you live next door to the airport, I don't right. think you're going to do that that way. But a lot of times with really big shipments, and when I say big shipments, I don't mean you're buying a thousand fish. I mean, you're buying 36 African cichlids that are the size of that fish right there. That's about a six inch fish. That's a lot to be in a bag for, you know, 36 hours or whatever it is. Um, it's a great option for that. And let me just tell you this. I'm, I'm telling you all of this, and you're probably not even going to find a retailer that offers airport to airport, but just saying, uh, if you bought a, a couple dozen large fish from a retailer that would ship them that way for you, you will pay less than if you were doing overnight shipping because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be heavy and it's going to be all of this, but it, the way they transport it and all of that, it's a lot easier for them to just stick it on the airplane fly it to Florida, take it off the airplane, and it's done. It's, it's a lot easier to do that, and it's a lot less stressful for the fish, and it would probably be cheaper. Uh, because the box and the weight of a box with a couple dozen fish that size in it would be outrageous. You know, I think a, a great example, too, is when we used to go to the airport, and we would pick up African cichlids for the store, and we would get so many boxes it's just a really cool experience mm -hmm. it it you know it could be a little stressful and a little tiring when we would get back at maybe one in the morning and put them all away in the you know in all of the tanks and stuff but it's a I think it's a fun experience to do it that way too it is and, and when we had our store I used to go to BWI once a week and pick a bunch of it you know, dozens and dozens of boxes of fish. It was, it was an adventure every single time. But, you know, going up there as often as I did, I knew exactly how to get in. I knew exactly how to get out. It was easy. But this is not an option that's available to most people anymore. It used to be one of the main ways that retailers would ship fish. But these days, not as much. But I still wanted to put it out there. And I want to include a very quick story about one of my experiences going to an airport it was BW. No, it was Richmond. Yeah. Uh, I went to Richmond and I'm standing in the lobby 
and I'm standing next to this long box on the floor. Box is about six feet by 24 inches by maybe 14 inches tall, long skinny box. And I, I knew the person behind the counter because I was there so much. And I said, what is that, like a surfboard or something in there? And he said, no, that's a dead body. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that creeped me out a little bit, not going to lie. And he's like, how do you think they transport bodies around? This is how they do it, in a cardboard box. I was shocked by that. Oh, I, anyway. you know what? I, I actually forgot about that story. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, so, okay. So you've read the reviews. You've watched some videos on YouTube. You've considered the different forms of shipping that they have. Once again, overnight is always going to be the best. Overnight and priority mail is probably all anybody's going to offer. If you're buying from somebody that sells large fish like these, they're, they're not going to have priority mail as an option for you. Uh, but you consider that and possibly even the airport to airport. Next thing, and this is, this is my personal thing here. I think you'll agree, but my personal thing. I will not buy fish from a retailer that I cannot see their system. What I mean by that is not that there's a 24-hour live stream of their system, but what I mean is, using us as an example again, back in the day when we were breeding African cichlids and selling African cichlids, we did videos all the time showing our system, showing the way we did things, showing how we raised the fry. Right now, we have the beta system, which we've done so many videos on. People, when they buy a beta from us, they know where it's coming from. It's right over there, by the way. They know the system that it's coming from. We don't have that system in place, but all of our fish are in cups. We don't do it that way. We mm -hmm. built that system that way for a reason. I'm very proud of it. We had a guest here in the fish house yesterday. And they were in awe of it. Made me feel very good about myself. Right. Uh, and Fritz, they were here and they did a whole video. If yep. you want to see an update on the fish room, they did a video um, of the whole beta system. So, you know. It is one of my pride and joys to, to, have, to be able to say I built that. I, mean, I didn't build the individual tanks. But anyway, what I'm saying is if everything is behind a curtain of mystery, behind a curtain of mystery... Um, I'm not sure I'm going to want to buy fish from there. I want to be able to go on YouTube or go on their website and see the way they're doing things. See the conditions that the fish are kept in. I don't know a retailer that doesn't do this, but I just felt compelled to, to put that in this video because there's a lot of people that are going to buy from Aquabid. They're going to buy from eBay, which ugh, they're going to buy from <laughs> whatever, Facebook Marketplace or something like that. You don't know what you're getting from these people. And I'm not saying that they're bad. But what I am saying is I personally would not buy from somebody that I have not seen their system. And usually when you buy off of those websites, the Aquabids and things like that, you have no clue where those fish are coming from. Uh, doesn't mean they're bad. It just, I wouldn't feel right doing that. And I'm not saying that if I'm going to buy a Jack Dempsey cichlid, I need a video of that Jack De Dempsey cichlid in the, the tank that it's coming from. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I need to be able to see the way this retailer does things. And if I can't see that, I wouldn't consider. You know who is a really good example 
of doing that and he's always showing uh, his facility and there's other YouTubers that have been there that have shown his facility, Dan's Fish. Oh yeah. I've never personally bought a fish from him and that is a mistake because I, I want to. I One day I will when I have something open to do that. <laughs> but yeah, his place is great. So... I'm going to say something very bold right now. What? I think it might be the nicest fish retail establishment that is on YouTube. And it's only getting better because it's expanding and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's very nice. Our friend Bob Steenfot has been out there multiple times. And I, I watch those videos and I'm like, wow, I've been invited. Yeah. You've been invited yes. to go out there. We haven't taken advantage of that yet. But yeah, they're, that's an example of a company that's doing it right. And Dan shows his fish all the time. And he's and just such a great guy, too. Yes, he, he really is. is. And, and that's the kind of thing you, you start to feel like you know the retailer that you're buying from. And when you get there, you don't need to read reviews or watch unboxing. It doesn't matter. When you have that connection with a retailer, they have the best fish in the world. That's the way you're going to look at it. Um, but the next thing to consider is guarantee. We all want our warranties. We all want to know, are we protected if things go wrong? This can get kind of tricky when it comes to fish. Uh, DOA policies are usually pretty straightforward, and a lot of people are confused about those. And when I say DOA, I mean dead on arrival. You hand the fish over to the Postal Service. It's perfectly fine. Whatever happens, shipment might have gone perfect, and the fish just didn't survive for whatever reason. Or, you know, it could be that it was delayed by five days and the fish didn't survive. If it's dead on arrival, usually the, the guarantee is different than once it's been put into your aquarium. And what almost all retailers do, including us, is they do not refund the purchase that you made. They credit you to buy another fish or buy anything else. Uh, that's kind of like an industry standard. I don't know who started that, but that's how it's always been. Uh, it, you know, it's not the retailer's fault that the fish died. Most of the time. I mean, there, there might be examples of they were packed poorly or whatever. You know, there should be no such thing as bags popping. That shouldn't be a thing ever. Because they should be packed enough to where they're not in there bouncing around. And if there's something in there that's sharp that's going to pop it, I mean, you know, that probably would be on, on the retailers. It would be their fault. But, you know, if a box gets trampled on, which we've had those, same uh, airport. Yes. We ordered, we ran a special. We ordered like 100 OB Peacocks. You can go back on our channel. Way back, it was like 2013, we were giving away uh, OB Peacocks. We ordered like 100 of them. Every single one of them was dead when we, when we got them. And it wasn't the place that we bought them's fault. It was the box was shredded. There were fish everywhere. It was just annihilated by the, the shipper. How did that happen? I don't know. But... Um, I don't even remember what the resolution was with that. If they sent us more or if we got, I don't, I don't remember what happened, but that's not the retailer's fault that that happened. Somebody was careless with that box and threw it around. And I mean, what, what would happen if that box with the 
body in it got trampled like that. I mean, oh, can that's you imagine? horrible. Maybe they give those long, skinny boxes better treatment. I don't know. But I would hope so. I, you know, most... It's almost like a fork truck, uh, forklift thing went through it or something. I think that is what happened. And it, and it punctured the bag, and then yeah. the bag got the box wet, and which made it completely fall apart, and the fish were all over. And um, On the flip side of that, though, we ordered from a place that... Actually, somebody else ordered them for us and had them shipped from us, and the box got messed up in shipping. And the FedEx guy or girl, we don't know who it was, fixed the box. You remember that? Yes. Fixed the box, fixed the bag, re-rubber band the bag, and the fish made it to us, no problem. Oh, Wrote yeah. a note in there. That's also on video. Yeah. We, we showed that uh, the FedEx person actually cared to make sure that the fish got to us. That's safely, so but, awesome. Um, the guarantee for DOA, it's it's almost unanimous across the board. You're going to get a credit for the fish, not usually shipping. Because, see, here's the thing. If you order from us or anybody and you pay $17.99 for shipping, I also pay $17.99 for shipping, and it doesn't, the, the, the box gets to you on time, there's no refund for that. If the if you open up a box that's perfectly, con, you know, there's no damage to the box, you open it up and there's just a dead fish in there, we don't get compensated for that shipping. The shipping was paid, and this is how it is for everybody. So almost no retailer will credit you the cost of shipping. Now, we have this happen from time to time. I've removed... USPS Priority Express from our website. I will not offer that as an option anymore. Priority Mail, yes. Sometimes we have headaches, but Priority Express, no. Because it's just the worst system out there. It's supposed to be one day. If it takes two days, the Postal Service will refund us the money. And they send us a check, which is like so 1966. But anyway, <laughs> they will refund you because they failed. And UPS doesn't do that, but the Postal Service will. I think the UPS will, but you have to, like, it's like this whole investigation. It's a huge hassle, and most people don't even do it. But if you have a situation where you order, and then you order Priority Express, it ships, you get the box, it's late, the Postal Service failed on their express shipping, and the fish is dead, if that was with us, I would refund you or credit you the full amount because I'm getting that back. I'm going to get that amount back from the shipper uh, because they failed on their shipment. But most of the time, it's not. The Postal Service or FedEx or, or UPS is just going to be like, eh, we did our job. That's on you. And they're not going to refund you for that simply because the product that you sent did not make it alive. So almost all retailers, you buy a $40 fish and you pay $20 for shipping, they're going to credit you that $40, not the $20 for shipping. Again, other companies might do it differently, but that's pretty industry standard right there, is that that's how they handle that. Um, and then there's the guarantee once it's in your aquarium. A lot of places, well, there's a lot of different ways that this is done. Um, ours, I think we, I think we have on our website posted now 30 days, but I am going to be changing that. 
because it's really it's a it's a really difficult thing. If I ship you a fish that's perfectly healthy, Lisa has slaved over keeping that fish healthy, keeping it happy, fed it the right food, everything's perfect. We package that fish up and ship it to you and you put it in your tank that has, you know, 60 parts per million of nitrates or or ammonia, extreme amounts of ammonia, your tank is still cycling and all the and then the fish dies. That's mm. Oh, there is the one where somebody ordered a female and it died because they stuck it in the tank with the male. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Yep. But that's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I, if I had known that prior, I would have even said, don't do that. Yeah, we don't uh, do a full-scale investigation into our customers when they buy fish from us. We expect that they have common sense. You don't put betas with other betas. If you want to do a sorority, you can pull that off. We have one right there that's going great. But put males together, put males with females, it's not going to work out very well. Um, We expect everybody's going to know that, and we don't have to quiz people before we send them a fish. That person didn't know that and then was upset with us because the female died that was put with the male. Yeah. What are you going to do? Oh, and there is something else that people should be aware of. When to order and when to not order fish. Don't order fish during the holidays. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just don't. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's, everybody's shipping Christmas presents. They're getting their their stuff shipped to them that they ordered to wrap and put under the tree. I mean, the Postal Service, UPS, FedEx, they're all swamped. So it's like, it's risky. It's very risky. The worst week we have ever had since we've been in business was November of 2020. Oh, yeah. Election year. But it was the first... It was our first year doing that during the holiday with season. The betas, yeah. yeah. Whew, last time too. So whenever people get upset with me because the, there is absolutely nothing on the site during the holiday season, that's why. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the weather. It has everything to do with just the, the system being overloaded and yeah. they, they just can't handle it. And, so. and what do they do? I mean, I don't personally work in the shipping department in one of these places, but I imagine they're working fast. So boxes are getting like tossed, you know, I just, I imagine that that's probably happening. <laughs> it's, it's not a job I would want to have in that season. <laughs> no way, especially UPS because they ship for the devil's website. So uh, next thing to talk about is price. Don't go online expecting to find deals. We live in a world where people want to negotiate everything. You want to send you want to send me an email that I won't respond to. Send me an email that says if I buy three cans of food, can you give me a discount? You're not going to get an answer from me because I don't have time for that. There's no don't don't go thinking you're going to get a good deal is what I'm saying. You may, but fish prices they kind of are what they are, and they're going to be different based on the retailer. If you have 
retailer A, and they have a German red peacock cichlid, male, three inches, and they're selling it for $44.99. And then you have retailer B, they're selling theirs for $49.99. That doesn't mean retailer B is ripping you off. It could be that their fish is, costs them more money. Maybe they raised it up from fry and they put all of this time and this expense and food and everything into raising that fish up. That retailer puts the value of $49.99 on that fish where the other one, for whatever reason, he's able to do it for $44.99. Don't go bargain shopping. Look at those two. Ah, $49 too expensive for me, but $44 sounds good. I'm going to go with that one. That's about as good a deal as you're going to get. There are no bargain basement blue light specials when it comes to online fish. Um, because, I mean, there's just really, there's such a huge demand. There's really no reason to do that kind of thing. Um, and there's also, with retailers online, there's the extra expenses that are with shipping and stuff like that. A lot of times, if you pay $20 for shipping, it might cost the retailer $25. But they know you're not going to buy for 25 if, if if it's listed on there. So they got to find ways to get their that five dollars otherwise, you know, from somewhere else. Right. And so you know, there's a lot of reasons why prices might be different. And I personally think a fish, the the value of a fish, is determined by the person that's purchasing that fish. Right. You might think it's worth $100, but I I don't think it's worth 50. That doesn't doesn't mean it's only worth 50 or it's worth it's whatever you are willing to pay for it. So, right. you might look at a retailer and say, "Well, they sell them for $10 more than anybody else, and that's not worth it. That's a rip-off." Well, to somebody else it's probably not. So, the biggest thing I would say with prices until you get to shipping, Prices of fish should just be whether or not you're willing to pay for that. I would not go bargain shopping. Sure, sometimes you might have a big retailer like a Dan's Fish that's like, you know what, we are overrun with Rumino's Tetras. We've got 675 of them. We need to get rid of these, so let's do a special two for five bucks or whatever. Right. You may find that kind of stuff, but what I'm saying is if you're going to try to go bargain shopping, it's probably not going to be the best place to do it uh, is is doing that online bargain shopping with fish whether it's at a mom and pop or a re online retailer there's not a lot of bargains and, to be had on fish and you know something that i'm glad you brought that up oh sorry there is a net in here um i see sometimes comments where people say like my betas are a little bit more costlier well, you know what? If you feel that way, you don't have to buy them. That's fine. Um, but I'm not keeping my betas in a cup. And there are people out there that they're able to sell hundreds of betas at a time. And they're able to put them up all the time because they use a stock photo. And they keep those little betas in cups. And they just move them. And they mean nothing to them and whatever. My betas mean something to me. I take care of them myself. I hand feed them myself. They get, you know, water changes all the time. Their water's taken care of better than being in a cup. So I think you need to look at that too. Look at how you 
you like look at how the fish is being taken care of, whether it's a beta or another store or whatever, you know, I think you need to, to look at that because the, the way the, the fish is being taken care of before you get it is very important too. their health and everything. It starts from before you. Could not have said that better myself. The last thing to talk about things to consider is the cost of shipping. Now we talked about priority mail is a cheaper alternative. Not everybody's going to have that available. And it's with us, there's like five months out of the year where it's not available right. through the winter time because we're not going to have it, you know, get stuck. We used to do it. We had nightmares. So now in the I winter time. I put my time, foot down. I said, no way. We are not doing that. <laughs> yes. Now we only offer next day shipping uh, in the winter time. But that's us. You know, other places do things differently. But, you know, again, with the retailer A, retailer B. Retailer A is selling, or, or not selling, but offering priority mail, and it's $13.99. And retailer B is offering priority mail, and it's $29.99. That's the kind of place I would start asking questions. Like, why is it more than double? Maybe you live in Florida and the retailer is in Oregon. I mean, that would be a bad place to have a business like that. But, you know, it could that could be what it is. This this person, their business is far away from everybody. That could be the case. Or Maybe. the person lives in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Texas, Texas is really expensive to ship to. Colorado is really expensive to ship to. Washington is expensive. There's some states that are just expensive. Um, but there shouldn't be that big of a cost difference. Yeah. Most of these companies are going to do things one of two ways. They're either going to do it based on the shipment, meaning uh, the weight of it and where it's going to. So if you are ordering from a company in North Carolina and you live in Florida your shipping is going to be cheaper than somebody who's ordering from us that lives in California because it has to go less distance. Um, so there is that. But the other way that the, the companies will do it is just a flat rate. You know, every no matter what you get, this is how much it costs to ship it. You have to pay attention to that and have that be where, you know, one of those factors, okay, I can get overnight shipping with this company where if I order from this company over here, I can only do priority mail and it's the same cost. I'm going to order from this company over here so that I can get priority mail. So price shopping with shipping, I think is possible, but you have to consider what the shipping is. If, there, if it's FedEx overnight versus priority mail, there's really no comparison between those two. Um, but you can sometimes, you can catch a little loophole in there like, Oh, I can save $10 buying from this company just on shipping. That might be a way that you can save. So quick recap. Do your recon on the company that you're considering buying from or any companies. Where's the best place to buy this fish? Put that in online. See what results you get. Read reviews. Watch videos. Talk to people. If you know people that have bought from those retailers, if you're a member of a club, go to your club meeting and say, has anybody bought from these people before? Don't say, have you heard anything about these people? But have you personally ordered from these people? How was your experience? 
go in depth with that. You're buying a living thing. You're buying a pet. You're not buying a box of cookies. So do your research. Speaking of clubs, a lot of times people will get together in clubs and do a huge order together to save money. So keep that in mind too, you Group know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to save some money if you are looking for some of those deals. Because listen, you call up a retailer or email them and say, hey, we got an order. We're going to be ordering 365 fish from you. That's the kind of sale that would make them want to work a deal. But if you're like, how much is this going to be if I order six of them? Don't waste the retailer's time with yeah. that. Consider the types of shipping that they have to offer. Consider how much that shipping is. Look at their guarantee their DOA policy, their shipping policy, how fast do they respond to messages, how do they do all of that stuff, are they easy to communicate with. You take all of that information, you put it together, you make your decision as to whether or not you want to buy from that company. I don't know really anymore that can be said about it. No. Unless you have something to add, I'm going to push this button right here. Are you ready for me to uh, push this button? Sure, sure. Okay. Lisa's World! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. I have a gnat in my face. Anyway, <laughs> I went to see the Barbie movie last weekend. And I have to say, it was an amazing experience. I dressed up as Barbie. <laughs> she looked adorable, by the way. You can see it on my Instagram page, uh, Lisa KT Tropicals. But anyway, uh, my daughter, she dressed up too. It was so much fun. We had people asking us to take pictures with them and stuff there. It was so, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And it was a good movie. I know it wasn't for everybody, you know, or people have said, I'm not going to go see that movie or whatever. But I saw men there with their wives. I saw all kinds of people not there. this man. Anyway, little kids that were there having a great time. Oh, it was such a good movie. <laughs> um, but I had something really special happen to me yesterday. And I did get my tank. I got my, my aquarium from Custom Aquariums. And it came in wonderful. It, no problems at all. The, the tank is great. It's perfect. It's, it's huge. It's so perfect. I've been wanting this aquarium for like like a year and a half, two years. Mm -hmm. I've been talking about this. I've escaped in my head. It, everything I want to do with it. I am just, I'm so happy. I'm like overwhelmed with happiness. Um, whew, something super special happened <laughs> along with that tank. And I, I'm trying not to get emotional because it was just so special. Somebody who we have talked very highly about um, and a lot about on this channel over the last, what, six months or so, yeah. uh, is Mark from Aquariums Unlimited. And we talk about him in his store because we believe in his store and we think he's a great owner, um, a fish store owner, and we just love his store. And his and employees, him. and yeah, and him, it just everybody there, they're super awesome. And he did something so special for me. And I am not, I'm not going to say what it is, because I don't want to ruin the surprise. We're going to do a video, and he's going to come here, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a build. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, 
it's awesome. That's all I'm going to say about it. And it, oh, gosh, trying not to get teary eyed here because it's so special. Um, it's not just for me, but it's for two others that are going to be so happy too. Yep. <laughs> and and it, just to clarify a little bit with that, um, Mark and, and two of his guys were here yesterday when this right. was delivered. Right. And it was something the the surprise was planned way ahead of time. And he came here with his guys under the guise of they're coming to help carry the tank. I knew there was the surprise because they had to clear it with me to make sure that it was okay. And I said, of course. And so they came here as far as Lisa was concerned, they were coming to help carry the tank, which they did. But they were also here because of the surprise that was showing up for her. So. Oh, my gosh. It was just so, I'm just speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. <laughs> You're a lucky lady. Oh, yeah. Very, very lucky lady. The aquarium is incredible. Uh, I'm sitting here looking at it right now. Yes. I can't wait to Thank film you. that. Thank you custom aquariums. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got my first big girl tank. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> yes. Okay, let me play this one. John's World! <laughs> These four depressed kids that say John's World. I want to talk about something today that's controversial and I don't know why. You're going to want to interfere, but you're not allowed to because you're not allowed to uh, to, to add your two cents here. Uh, we, you went to two movies yes. last weekend. I did. She went to see Barbie on Friday. I stayed home and played PGA 2K23, which is my new favorite game. I call it stupid golf. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> uh, but Saturday, you came to me and said, let's go to the movies again. And my first reaction was, are we going to go see Oppenheimer? And you said, nope, let's go see Sound of Freedom. I said, sign me up. Let's go. Now, I'm not going to get into the politics of this movie, okay? I'm somebody that my entire life, I do not care what your political views are. You can have the complete opposite political views as me, and we can still be friends. Uh, but what I will say about this movie was the, the movie theater is about 45 minutes away from our house. I, first of all, I was incredibly moved by this movie. It was a true superhero movie. There's been a lot of superhero movies that I've talked about on this channel that have come out over the last 10 years that have been fantastic. Uh, this was a real-life superhero movie. I was completely moved by it. But on our way home, I asked you the same question over and over and over and over again. And that was, where's the controversy? Why is everybody talking about this movie as it's this big controversy? It's a true story of an absolute American hero. Why is it controversial? What is happening in this movie happened? Why is it controversial? The answer is we live in a world that you're either one way or the other. And if you're one way and the other way says something, they're automatically wrong. You automatically take sides and that's dumb. If you're somebody that is avoiding going to that movie for political reasons, you're making a mistake. Everybody needs to see this movie. It is absolutely unbelievable. And let me just tell you, I have not seen a finer acting performance by a child actor than the two children in this movie. Does not, it, 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 
comes close to rivaling Leonardo DiCaprio in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, even though he was 19 in that movie and not a child, but I still call him a child. Those two, those two kids in that movie are unbelievable. The movie is unbelievable. I don't care what your political views are. You should go see it. It's fantastic. Don't make the mistake of not going and seeing that movie because somebody said you shouldn't. Go see it because I said you should. <laughs> You're missing out if you don't go see it. It's deep. It's dark. But everybody needs to see it. So with that being said, it's time to sign off. And I got to leave that to you every single time. Thank you for hanging out with us. It was a lot of fun. And I I hope you learned something as far as ordering fish online and, and all that, you know, doing the right thing and, you know, learning how to go about it. I hope we were able to help you a little bit more with that. So with that being said, I just want to say have a wonderful day. Have a super weekend. And we will see you next time. <laughs>